keep the stadium feeling for the start of this as well. So um, we are coming to you live from Easter Road at the full time. Uh, Hibs won Slavia Prague 4. I'm joined by my usual podcast companion, Campbell Finlayson. How are you doing, Campbell? I'm good, Chris. Thank you. And the off-mentioned Stuart Mitchell is here as well. How are you doing, Stuart? Good evening. I'm good. Um, 4-1 tonight, Campbell. Hibs has obviously started well. She won't have to get the early goal, but maybe a lesson in finishing and maybe defensive lapses tonight for them. Yeah, I mean, obviously, they started very well to get the goal to try and hold on to, which they did for a while. The problem is, obviously, they lost three goals pretty quick. And when you lose three goals in such quick succession, it doesn't help. Um, but, no, they can be proud of themselves overall. I mean, obviously, they were never really a favourite. They were unseeded team. They, had, they could go out there and play with no fear. And they can be proud of themselves. They have played fairly well, but, as you say, it's just a, sort of, a different like, quality, a skill that Slavia have. And, in the end, they're the side that has come out on top. Yeah, Stuart, as Campbell mentions, that three-goal spell just before half-time, three goals in seven minutes, uh, two of them scored by Teresa Kozarova, one of them, uh, and then an absolute belter by Andrea Charkovska. Yes, I am reading it off the sheet because it's that difficult. Um, that really took the wind. Because, to be fair, I think that first half, there wasn't much between the two sides. No, nah, definitely not. Uh, Hibs started brilliantly, really hopeful with Hunter's goal. I just feel like Slavia were maybe a bit taking it easy for the first little while and just trying to get a test and feel how Hibs were and how Hibs were setting up at home and then obviously as it got closer to half time I don't know if they were worried about going in at the break with the, the wrath of the manager but they just turned on the style like you're saying three goals within six seven minutes and it just shows you that you need to be alert concentrating every second at this level in the UEFA Women's Champions League. Yeah, and I mean, Campbell, Hibs restricted them to long-range shots in that first half as well, apart from those three goals. Second half was a bit of a non-event, I think it's probably fair to say. It wasn't a ton that happened. It was very tight, and as I said, I think it just came down to chances getting taken. But they did get a fourth goal, because uh, they're over completing a hat-trick. 4-1 at the end of the night. Is it a fair score? I feel like I mean, it's a little bit harsh on Hibs. I mean, Slavia, they had more of the game and they did have the better chances, but Hibs played fairly well, I suppose, as well. I mean, they had chances themselves in the second half. Uh, Amy Gallagher forcing a save out of Olivia Lukashova but um, yeah, Slavia didn't really do much second half I think they kind of knew getting those uh, away goals in the first half that that was pretty much going to kill off the tie in their eyes but I'd say it was pretty, pretty much an event but it was a bit harsh on Hibs yeah, I would say I mean it could easily have been 3-1 probably would have been a bit fairer it could have been 4-2 or something like that but yeah, Hibs will be they'll be pleased with their performance but disappointed that they're so far behind right next, the fo- second leg sorry, in a fortnight Yeah Stuart I mean obviously that second leg is in a fortnight's time in, in Prague what, what do you think the message is from Grant Scott? Well, so we're going to hear from him. We may be able to include that interview in the podcast. We don't know yet. We're trying to figure that out. Um, but what do you think Grant Scott's message will be for that, that trip in a couple of weeks' time? I think a lot about, about expressing themselves and grasping the opportunity. It's still a good level to play. It'll be an experience to go across to uh, Prague and, and, and play in an away Champions League tie. And I think a lot of it's just about building blocks, really, and taking these experiences on board, learning what you can from them, and just coming up against different calibre and, and quality players across Europe as well so I think it's more about lessons but then it's a chance again to another 90 minutes to go and test yourself and I think you'll be looking at winning the tie over there and just taking it like step by step at a time but you know a simple message and it doesn't give the players too much to think about when they go into that second leg. Yeah and I mean Slavia Prague are a good side so this is a team that's got to the quarter final of the Champions League the last two seasons have held teams like Bayern Munich, VfL Wolfsburg so they're a good side. Um, on the attendance, uh, 1,287. What's your opinion, Campbell? Yeah, it's always great to see, obviously, in the SWPL games, you're averaging a couple of hundred when it gets to big, big games like this. So when they're now into games in Europe, to see over a 1,000 here is great. Um, 
hopefully the result doesn't put more people coming, eh, put people off. Sorry, if you come in in the future, because Hibs, we played the same before. They played pretty well. Sport was vocal, especially towards the end. There was getting a bit feisty in the crowd down <laughs> eh, below, but yeah, it was a great crowd, and it's, it's good to see that people still do want to go and watch women's football. Yeah, I mean, the, it was a decent crowd, and you are right, was, the crowd was a bit feisty. It was interesting at half-time, we were ha- having a couple of conversations, and there definitely is a, a push for Hibs to kind of get more people in the gate, and I think actually their social media and their presence is really good. Uh, there was other, one other game though tonight, uh, Stuart, uh, involved with Scottish side. Uh, it's Glasgow City uh, were in Russia, they're playing Chertanova. 1-0 win, Hayley Lillard scoring the goal. That's pretty much what Glasgow City would avoid, a clean sheet and a win. Yeah, I'm looking forward to seeing the goal if we can because, you know, Harry Lauder, when she's always involved, there's always quality involved as well. But to go away over there and, and get any sort of win and come home with the lead is a brilliant result, I'd say, because that's a, a, a superbly difficult trip to go into. You're going into unknown, as we've said before the match as well. So I'm uh, really excited to see what they can do coming back home and they've got that lead. So I'm sure Scott Booth will be extremely happy coming back with that. Yeah, he will be, Campbell. Um... Last season they were obviously away in Cyprus to show me to Barcelona. They got that win and they obviously nearly, nearly, made, uh, nearly lost it at Petersell Park. But a couple of weeks time a 1-0 win. They'll obviously be hoping for a big crowd. They can be confident going into that second leg now? Yeah, definitely. Getting a wee goal and obviously keep a clean sheet. I just think it's in the unknown, as Stuart says there. But it's a good result for them. And they'll be hoping to get a big crowd in there a week on Thursday. Or two weeks on Thursday, sorry. Um, for Chetanov will come to Glasgow. I don't think the Samisha game will be playing in the back of their mind. They should be okay, and I would fancy City to go through, and hopefully they can get go quite far in the competition if they can get a favourable draw in the next round. If, of course, they get past Chetanovo in the first game. Yeah, I'm looking forward to seeing that goal as well. Glasgow City Twitter was bigging it up. We did find a highly legal stream in the pub across the road from Easter Road, <laughs> but I think we'll leave it like that just now. We're away to try and speak to Grant Scott and a couple of players, and if we can include it, if you UEFA allow us please allow us, uh, then we'll include it. If not, this will be it, and thanks very much for listening. Siobhan, what's your, your thoughts on after the match? What do you take away from that? Uh, it's difficult. I think, obviously, four goals is difficult. On their behalf, it's good for them. Um, I think we're quite behind, but I think, obviously, that's why there is two legs we can go. They'll be snatched out in a way. Um, but I think we've learnt a few lessons tonight. I think they may be a little bit better than we maybe thought. Um, and I think we need to work really hard on getting to, getting to know each other better and getting to uh, perform a little bit better and take that away. Do you feel in some ways the, the scoreline flattered them because in some ways you more than matched them for, for long spells, didn't you? Yeah, I think 4-1's harsh. Um, I don't think it was a 4-1. I think some of them, I think three out of the four were our mistakes. Um, so we can definitely learn with that. But I think give them their credit, they were a good side and when they had their chance they did finish well. So. And as you say, the two legs up. Rightly gives you the confidence to go over to Prague, doesn't it? And there's no reason why you can't overturn it. Yeah, we've obviously nope. t- it's 4-1, but we've got nothing to lose now. I think we need to go give it our all. If it's not enough, then we know the next time we need to improve. But I think we need to go and give it our all. From your perspective, I suppose the, the scoring keeps going on, doesn't it? How do you feel <laughs> to scoring the, the Champions League? Yeah, it's, it's great. I've been scoring quite recently, but to score here at uh, Easter Road, it's special to me. And, and the Champions League, it's even better. But I think the most important thing is we need to get over there and do better than we did tonight. Do you think the heads dropped a little bit later on in that first half? When the goal started the it's difficult. I think when they keep going in so quickly after one another, it is difficult. But I think we did show right to the last minute we're still pushing all the way. Um, I think maybe we could have sat in a little bit more after... It was one, two, three straight away. Um, but yeah, I think they went down a, bit, a little bit. We need to improve on that. 
Slavia's scoring the three goals in practice session that before half time. Are you pleased that you didn't kind of fall apart in the second half and kept it down to a respectable scoring? Yeah, I think obviously three goals in the first half it's it's difficult to take so quickly. Um going into half time feeling like that is not great. But to come out and only concede one in the second half, I think that's a positive for us. Yeah, perhaps a case of that. Factor a little bit. The scoreline. Yeah, I think it. Well, personally, at the moment, um, without having seen it again, I feel it did. Um, it's one of these situations where it can, you know, felt the score flatters them, but ultimately they've had the chances and they've taken them really clinically. Um, you know, each and every one of them, I think we could have done better on. But um, so credit to them, they've taken the chances when they came along, but. Um, I felt we contained and minimised the opportunities that they had, really. So, um, aye, it's, a, it's a wee bit of a struggle to swallow that one. Four goals, but, you know, that's what it is. You played well, but you think they've spiced a little bit with how clinical they actually were? Uh, no, I don't think so. Um, I think we know the calibre of team and, and they've been so deep in this competition several times that, um, you know, the players um, are aware of all that all those facts, you know. Um team like that's drawn by Bayern Munich. I don't think the players were underestimating them at all, um, certainly from my perspective. Um, however, we did feel there was areas we could get at them, so we, so we did occasionally want to have a go, um, and maybe that left us open a little bit at times, but um, yeah, no, I don't, I'm, not, I'm not convinced that was the case. And anyway, it's before half-time, Grant. You hit with the three goals, did that change your team talk dramatically for half-time when that happened? Do you know... Um, Possibly a little bit, you know, before before the goals go in, you're thinking, right, okay, we're quarter of the way through, we're looking okay. Um, and if I'm honest, the, 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 the pattern for today and, and the prep for today was that, at, you know, 90 minutes, it's, it's half-time. So at a quarter of the game played, at, at, you know, half-time tonight is, um, you know, a tighter scoreline and we just won't we'll settle for that. But, you know, the, the, the three, again, the three goals seems a little bit unfair in the first half, but... Um, so we didn't change too much. We 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 and I think the players took the game in their stride a bit better in the second half tonight. Um, the fourth goal is a bit of a sucker punch, and again comes from our error. But um, again, I it's um, I was reasonably happy with the the shape and the commitment and and the desire, and then especially in the second half, I thought it got even better. I just think the goals were um, tough ones to lose tonight. Aside from Siobhan opening the scoring grant, were you surprised at the, the sort of speed and pace that your players came? Was that always the plan to go at them right from the start? Because that's certainly what you did. Um, yeah, we, we we spoke about a kind of fifty-fifty approach tonight, and at the at the at the right times, we were we were going to try and set up, um, you know, a kind of couple of banks of four and and just protect ourselves a little bit. Again, looking at ninety minutes being half time in the tie. Um, so so but 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 we spoke a lot about getting the balance right between going at them and when to sit in. Um and I felt in the main the girls did that. You know, the players took the information on, I feel, um and we, we did have a right go at them for little spells. When we lost momentum in the game we knew it was going to be tough and we just had to weather periods. Um so yeah, it was a it was a little balancing act tonight, but unfortunately, um the goals count. So what's the sort of mood in the dressing room like? Is have you tried to keep their. I imagine they'll be a bit deflated that you know they have lost four one, but at the same time, if you try to just say, look, we really put on a, a good show. Yeah, well, I've, I've not been in yet because <laughs> some of them are showering and stuff, so <laughs> I've come up to see you guys first. But uh, it'll be very much that. You know, I'll pick up, try my best to pick them up. We've got a big cup tie on Sunday, um, and and I think they need to just probably watch this game back a bit 
um, and understand that um, aye, it's a little bit of an unfair result, I feel. What can you do in Prague? Can you go over there and more of the same? Hopefully win 3-0. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, uh, do you know, we're, we're, it's, it's probably too early. I think, um, you know, my gut feel is that, um, you know, it's knockout football then again at that stage and we're almost, if we're going to leave the competition, we're as well maybe opening up and having a go and losing the losing the overall 10-1 than, than going over there and keeping it tight and losing 5-1. Um, so, I, I don't know. Um, that's the gung-ho attitude right now where you're a bit sore and reactive and, and you think, well, come on, we, we created some, some chances, we'll, we'll go again and have a real go. Um so I'm not 100%, but um, aye, we need to stop them from scoring and, and give ourselves a chance. Another early goal over there. You know, they're a quality side, um, lots of experience, but an early goal for us might just make them have little doubts. You just, you're just never too sure. Um, so I'll need to get that balance right over the next couple of weeks as well. But um, aye, at the end of the day, at this moment in time, we're out of the competition and um, we need to do something to try and get back in it. It's only half time, but how have you enjoyed the whole experience of the Champions League? Yeah, brilliant. I mean, pitching yourself against, um, as I say, a top side, um, we feel like we analysed them pretty well. You know, they didn't do anything that we didn't uh, didn't expect tonight. Um, we knew how sharp and fast they would be on the, play, on the break. Um, their key playmakers did what we expected them to do. Um, and it's a refreshing challenge, if I'm honest. You know, league football, cup football, you're playing the same sides three, four, five times a, a season sometimes. Um, which, is, at the end of the day, is a, is a food and drink. But um, and, and and you get an occasion here under the lights and pitch was magnificent. As I say, I was really, really happy with the players' performance, particularly second half. Um, but it's just a disappointing in the end. You mentioned the cup there as well. What positive do you take from tonight into the game against Hamilton on Sunday? Uh, yeah, I mean it's a difficult one to kind of to pick bits from tonight to take into that game. It's just a different game altogether. Um, you know, we like the knockout football aspect of cup ties clearly. <laughs> um, so yeah, we'll we'll just regroup. Um, we'll have the girls in again Friday. Um, get some plans in place for Sunday. Um, you know, possibly look to to freshen up. Um, using the squad because um, that's a tough tough shift for a lot of players tonight. Um, but Hamilton will be a different proposition altogether. So, you know, we'll freshen up, we'll change a bit of system um, that we'll, we'll, we'll play uh, because ultimately we need to win. You also as well get a great record in the Cup with the league probably about your reach now. Is the uh, Scottish Cup your main aim for the rest of the season? Uh, yeah, we're looking to finish uh, high in the table or as high as we can now, um, which which would probably realistically be second place that we'll fight for. Um, but yeah, we're, we're incredibly proud of our Cup record um, and, and the Cup holders for... The, the three years and stuff so um, yeah absolutely targets will be second place and the Scottish